You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 215 for November 8th, 2018. This week, we talk about the new Carly Rae Jepsen song, Anxiety Attacks, Foldable Phones, our new identities, new old video games, and things we've been cooking. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. I lied. Keep recording, though. I need to shut my window. Okay, I'm back. Welcome to the show where we talk. There's no clap this week. Sam had to close his window. Well, you know, sometimes I forget things. Sometimes my mind just wanders. It was a long day yesterday, but I'm doing Is that why you were teetering off the edge of your window? That's why it was open? Well, yeah, no, I record the podcast like three appendages out of the window, almost wanting to jump. But then um, I just I don't do it. What are you on the second floor? Um, I am on the second floor. Yeah, but Honey, there's li- yeah. Is it concrete, though. Oh, yeah, it's concrete. It's full on concrete jungle. Wet dream tomato here. Oh, oh, my God. Can that be the name of like our next rock group? Well, is, don't do you know the reference? No, I don't. It's, oh, um, no. Uh, the uh, Alicia Keys, New York. She's oh, it, what people sing when they yeah yeah. Instead, see, it, this joke's not funny if you had to explain it. Well, no, I, I you know, you get it. Great one. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Obviously, uh, Joe and I are still here, still queer. Get used to it. Hey, honey, um, if you're not used to it after 200 and something episodes, years, um, years <laughs> you'll never be used to it, honey. Um, uh, yo, what? continue. Oh, Are you okay. going to talk about the elections? Um, no, actually, no, I wasn't. Do you want to talk about oh, it? No. Okay. Well, we're doing okay. That's all I wanted to say. We're doing fine. Everything was just about as expected. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks for voting. Yep. Thank you for exercising your right to vote. Fuck Trump. Anyways, Amen. I'm on a list now. Also, a PSA, just a little mm-hmm. PSA right here, just so nobody gets their expectations up. I haven't heard the new Carly Rae Jepsen song. I was just going to mention that. Were you really? I was because of that tweet. Because, yeah, we got a tweet saying if we don't talk about the new Carly Rae Jepsen song, if it's not our favorite thing, uh, they're canceling us. Is that right? Um, I've I never heard re- I haven't heard it, but I've seen it, re- a lot of people listening to it. Have you heard it? So, Jean-Pierre, I'm calling you out, JP. Um, From Washington, D.C., honey. At Joseph Birdsong, if um, the favorite thing isn't at Carly Rae Jepsen's hit single, Party for One, I'm canceling the podcast. So, um, you asked for a hot take. So, here's your hot take. Um, I've listened to... hot takeout. Oh, I love... Like like a hot and ready? Like a... No, like like takeout food. What's hot and ready? Like Little Caesars hot and ready pizza? Oh, yes. Hot, Hot and cardboard? Cardboard and ready? Hot... And yeah, hot and ready, old and ready, old and hot, you know, old hot and ready, honey, love it, old hot and ready. That's what they called me in high school. That's Um, my username on all the chats on Neopets.com. Old (laughs) hot and ready, old hot and ready, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so Joe hasn't heard Carly Rae Jepsen's new single um, party for one. Um, did you ever listen to any of Carly Rae Jepsen stuff like her? Yeah, last album? I had her. Okay. I did have her last album. What was it called? Color eyes. Inf- emotion. Em- emotion. Yes. 
Emotion. Don't make me split it up like that, honey. E- I'm not, I ain't the fool. Honey. Mo- I don't have that for, No, no. See, I have to because I can't spell, so I have to sound it out. Oh, so well, she, she, sure. she made the title That's like fine. that just for me because she knew that I was going to have trouble pronouncing it anyway. She's really sweet. Well, I had that album. And uh, I listened to it, and that's oh, it. Okay, that's it. That's but all. But I paid money for it, so I oh wow, you paid money for it. I apparently liked it. I guess I, I couldn't tell you what was the lead single. What I really like you. Uh yes, I think that was on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Joe uh, doesn't hate it, so that's a good sign. No, no, I like Carly Rae Jepsen. I just mm-hmm. don't like music. Yeah, yes. See that that okay? You're you're hitting the nail on the head there. Yeah, you just, I just don't, don't. You just don't like. Music. I don't like music, and it'll happen to you someday too. Okay, it's You'll already happening to me. I fucking hate music. <laughs> okay, I hate it. Young and Free Part Two canceled. Canceled, honey. <laughs> uh, oh, as if it were ever uncanceled, it was, honey. Uh, it's been canceled honey. since Young and Free Part One got released. Honey. Anywho, uh, um, your hot take. Sorry. So my my hot take on Kylie Rae Jepsen's new song "Party for One." I think I think this came out like last week or something. Um, I think it's it's not bad, but it's not like it's not giving me life, as the gays would say. The thing is, it sounds like the new single kind of sounds lifeless to me in the <sighs> best way. Pop um, music. Lifeless? lifeless pop music see the thing is is like i um i really enjoyed emotion and emotion side b because it was like glistening 80s synth pop inspired like it had a lot going on it was really glistening. like fresh and just kind of like like power pop like very into it it was very 80s inspired and this single is very like Carly Rae Jepsen's first album when she was like trying to like make a mainstream pop album and there isn't, there isn't really yeah the the album that Call Me Maybe was on um was her her first like full length album after Call Me Maybe went viral and it was nothing like Emotion it was just a very generic pop album trying to appeal to mass market audiences and I that's kind of what I'm getting wow. from this like there isn't anything spicy or special about this single it's just like a earwormy pop single that just like doesn't have any flavor to me um, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not something it's like I was expecting something more along emotion. I don't know if I'm naive. Like I'm not I'm not, you know, hip with the Carly Rae Jepsen news 24 seven. I don't follow like all the 14 year old Carly Rae Jepsen fan accounts on Twitter. So I don't really know what was to be expected from, you know, her first single, um, her first major single after emotion and emotion side B. So, uh, yeah, I just think it's kind of eh, bland. That's my hot Ooh, take. Hot take. And I hate all music. So mm-hmm. And Joe hates all music that isn't Korean. I hate all music that's not K-pop. Speaking- I love calling music awful and generic. And then like I listen to K-pop and it's mm-hmm. like the most watered down. Oh, awful, yeah. Generic <laughs> pop music like that's ever existed. And like it's everything, fine. like uh, all of the the like the the shitty fan translations of the the lyrics in K-pop, it's always about like like the most like lovey dovey oh, weirdest shit. I just don't know if it just like translates mindless. weirdly into into um English or if it just is like oh, that. Those garbo. are the lyrics, like yeah, lyri- garbo lyrics. Yeah. But yeah, speaking that's, of, were that's you gonna say take. twice? I was gonna mention twice. Ugh, um, you want a hot take, honey? Yes, let please. Me, g- I gave you let a hot me take. Poop now, out a hot one, honey. Honey, shit me out this, a honey. hot brick. Honey, you want a hot one, honey? Mm-hmm. That's what oh, I think I'm ready. Of it, Squat honey. down, That's honey. That's it. 
Now that's it. That's all my hot take is. It's mm-hmm. just that's a a, as much shit. effort as you're going to give twice. I don't like it at all. I feel like their songs keep getting worse and worse. Not that they were they were catchy as fuck in the beginning, mm-hmm. but now it's like yes or yes. I mean, first of all, the song sounds the song title sounds problematic as fuck. Yeah, the song title Second sounds all, like what you know eighteen year old college boys think in a frat yeah, house. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> A roofie song or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't know. I It's not catchy at all. It's just, like, I don't know. It's, I want more options. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I healthcare. I want more there. options. I want more options, honey. Just like in the government, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really listen to Twice anyway, so I'm not So, wondering. okay, so is, is yes or yes... Is it just a single or is there like a an album to go along with it? Shoot, I don't even know. I don't even remember. But Let I, me look I, it up really I quick. do know they've released a teaser like daily for like 12 years about it. <laughs> and I've had to see <laughs> and it on then, the K pop like, subreddit uh, every day. Yeah. And Jesus. then you just, there's only so many. They're like, this is the, uh, we're wearing jackets promo, not like the cover jacket promo, but like, here's all the members wearing jackets. The Korean music industry is the, they're the queens of milking things that don't deserve to be milked dry. No kidding. No fucking (laughs) kidding. They they will make promos about like a a moldy sandwich for months. Oh my God. It's amazing. I don't know. I was over it. So I was kind of over it before it even started. And I'm not one to, I mean, twice is great. They're fantastic. Sure. Go for it. (laughs) Sounds like you're really convincing yourself there. I'm sorry. I'm just afraid of stands. Okay. So yay. Yeah. the, The twice stands are gonna Here's murder your... you in your sleep i think if anyone should be confirmed about or uh, concerned about um korean music stands it should be all of the the girls who are standing bts i'm afraid know? of anybody with an audience that large well i, I don't like want to so... listen to bts because of their fans here's you here do you want another hot take honey this is hot take central 20 gay teen heat it up the podcast honey, honey heat um, it up so i think there was a um, there was, what's, what's it called when like, there was a power vacuum. There was a boy band power vacuum after one D, one direction split up. Uh-oh. And I think that a bunch of, um, like tween girls or 30 year old women who are very into, uh, one direction and standing one direction swarmed to BTS when BTS started getting popular over here in the States. And that's, it's like it, BTS. The BTS fan group is like 1D, like times 100,000. Like left out. Yeah. They're kind of like the leftovers. Of, yeah, they are. Like they the, are like leftovers, but they're even but they're more good, vocal than though, ever. From what I've seen mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. heard of them, and I had known about BTS before the whole fandom stuff happened, because they've been like super crazy powerful in K-pop for a long time. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. They've been around for a while, too. But like, I always knew they were good, but I didn't, I don't know. I First of all, I don't really do... K-pop boy groups. I'm afraid or of boy men. groups in general. Yeah, I just I steer clear of men mm-hmm, in general. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, it's a it's a good it's a kind of good good general rule. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I just get once groups get that big, I get afraid of the fans, and that makes me afraid of the group. Afraid of your like, life. I'm a, afraid for your life. I ain't gonna touch it on Twitter. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh yeah, exactly. Like, you don't fucking go there. Don't poke you the don't. bear, honey. No. Although I did recently turn off, like, I can't see replies from people who don't follow me. Ooh. Which is, like, really fucking smart, honestly. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to have, like, an international, like, or even a national conversation about, like, you know, shit. Mm -hmm. I'm just tweeting about my dog. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and some people get mad and they don't You're follow tired me. Of the hate. I'm like, tired of the hate, honey. Hashtag tired of the hate. <laughs> God. I only want people that love my dog as much as I do. It's the truth. I mean, honey, when the tea's hot, it's hot. So um, if you want to talk to me, you got to follow me, honey. If you want to tweet at Joseph, first you got to follow Joseph. Speaking wow. of, the Spice Girls are going on tour without Posh. Minus Victoria Beckham, which is like, of course. Of course I don't know if happen. she... She doesn't really... I don't remember any of her parts in the songs. Exactly. But I don't remember... Yeah. I mean, I loved her. I I loved her because she was always like... She was always like so like over it. And I like hashtag identified when I was a kid. But like, yeah, I mean, the Spice Girls, like, I don't know. They've been trying to like revive shit for years. Like they had a Spice Girls musical... That was like in London for a while and it was like really hyped up and then it was it, it turned out to be really bad and they had to end up like canceling it after like not even a long run. Like um, in the middle of the first performance, they just like yeah, they just it. they just shut. They just get cut out of the power. theater. They We're cut dead. power to the theater. They you know the janitors came in with a full audience. It was just tragic. Uh, no, but they've they've the Spice Girls have planned things in the past. Like revivals have always like been in the works, and they have announced shit. And so it's like uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Sweaty. Like okay. I feel like they already had their comeback tour. I feel like right? they've done this. I don't know. It's like how share keep saying she's done and then she's not which is fine totally fine like to not be done Mm -hmm. but like to keep telling us you're done it's like you're not done yeah exactly are you done is it over well that's the thing it's like it's like you know you're waiting for someone to die to gain their inheritance and they they're they're like okay i'm gonna die and you're like okay i'm ready and then they don't and you're just waiting that's the same thing, right? Yeah, except we don't really gain any inheritance from Cher. Are you like in Cher's will that I don't no, know? No, but about? I'm like I'm making like a comparison. Oh, sure. I, I don't know. I wish. I um, bet. I bet Cher wouldn't even have any money. She'd probably just have like a, a 150 million dollars worth of small dogs. No, I feel like she's probably got a million dollars invested in like wigs. Oh my god, that is and I so want true. Them. I want that wig collection, Cher. Okay. Her whole inheritance is just her wardrobe from the past, like, 600 years of performing. Speaking of things that are hot, honey, Cher. Uh, a hot take? A hot take. Uh, I was looking on the internet. Surfing on the internet. I was surfing around the interweb. Don't even remember what side I found this on. But, okay, when you are, when you're having an anxiety attack, is there, like, something that you like to do that helps you in some way. It doesn't necessarily help you calm down, but it helps you kind of like reconnect or it makes you feel less like you're going to throw up and die. Mm, oh, well, I'm trying to think. I haven't had an anxiety attack in a long time, like years. So I, I'm trying to remember what I would do before. I didn't really have like decent coping skills when I was going through anxiety attacks. So I don't know if I ever did anything specifically. Um, I would like. Mine, oh, go I on. Know. I, I think one one thing that was taught to me by my therapist is like like count the number of like walls in a room or like count the number of lights in a room to like get your mind off of like the thing that you're panicking about, like distracting yourself somehow. Oh, I don't know good. if that's, that's really what idea. you're asking, but well, I, I yeah, no stuff like that. My mm-hmm. thing is generally when I have an anxiety attack, I feel my body like heating up. It's really weird. Ooh. Like I feel my body heat and I always want it goes back to we've talked about before. I like cold things on my wrist mm-hmm. and it makes me feel like kind of grounded. 
and it starts oh. to like cool me down internally because a lot of blood vessels run through your wrists. And mm-hmm. so like it's one of those places like elephant ears, you know, there's a lot of veins. So they flap oh, them yeah. out like mm-hmm. air conditioners, you know. Mm-hmm. And so your wrists are kind of like that. If you touch them to cold things, it helps to cool you down more quickly. Joseph Elephant um, Song. What? Because elephants. Oh, yeah. I thought you said <laughs> Elephant Song. No, I said Joseph Elephant Song. Oh, my God. Riding Elephants. Uh, it's all coming back. Is that a song? Look who's laughing now. Is that ha, it? Ha, 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 Anywho. Anyway. Uh, I found this thing called the Ember Wave Bracelet. It's not Ooh. sponsored at all because I could never afford it. It's like $299. But it's basically like you wear it on your wrist. It looks like an eye... An Apple Watch or something. Mm. Like, it's a little square on a bracelet, and it can heat you up and cool you down by heating up and cooling down your wrist. What? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I wish I could afford something like this because I love cold things on my wrists. Oh, my God. This is amazing. This looks like, I mean, I'm on the website, emberlabs.com, E-M-B-R. E-M-B-R, honey, because they're hip like Tumblr. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're hip like Tumblr. Oh, all these millennials. It looks like an Apple Watch. It's the only thing that it does. It's just like, it's just like a, a, a heat sink that you put on your wrist. It doesn't yeah, have any like. it looks like. It look, It just heats and cools your wrist. And does it tell the time? And there's a bar on it. No, no watch, honey. Aluminum heat sink, magnetic wristband, cooling warming plate, micro USB charging port. Uh, it's not even USB C. I'm over it. Not even USB C, honey. Sad. And they're they're charging NASA how much for grade. this? Three hundred dollars for a heat sink you put on your wrist. Listen, if I were if I were rich, this is exactly the type of thing I would buy. Look at this. Honestly, NASA same. grade thermoelectric technology. The same technology that keeps NASA's Curiosity rover on Mars. Ugh, I'm so curious. Also keeps your Ember Wave waving. Oh yeah, I love love a good wave. You know, but I do. I mean, there are, like, some reviews and shit, and it makes a good point. Like, if I worked in a cold office, have you ever worked in an office that, like, they kept the temperature at, like, 30? I've worked in a bookstore where the temperature was, like, zero. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, fuck, I'm cold. Mm -hmm. Turn on your uh, your heat sink. Honey, just heat up your wrist, honey. Set your wrists on fire, honey. You know, instead of, like, putting on a coat or something, I don't know, buy $300 worth of of metal to put on your wrist. This actually looks really cool, and I would love to, like, test it out. I would too, yeah. If I could just test it out or be rich and buy one. But like, that's interesting. Like, that, that, I wonder if that would help you with your anxiety. That was like my first thought about it. Like, I don't give a shit about, well, rarely am I out and I'm like, oh, I really need something cold on my wrist unless I'm having an anxiety attack. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I need cold on my wrist. Do you remember that, that time? You. I had that anxiety attack and all I wanted was crackers with honey on them. I don't remember that at all, but I believe it. I think we talked about it, and I felt like the world was ending, and the only thing that would fix it is if I kept eating crackers and honey on the <laughs> That's bathroom floor. right. <laughs> and I just, like, got a jar of honey, took it to the bathroom with a box of crackers, and just, like, ate crackers on honey. I I wouldn't wish anyone to live in that little brain of yours. <laughs> I'm currently looking for a therapist in the D.C. <laughs> oh, area, by the look way. Look at you! So, uh, I ha- well, it's one of those things you got to push yourself to do, because... We're both on antidepressants. Oh, yeah, And honey. you also go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You talk about it. And, and your, your, your beau goes to therapy also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically everyone should go to therapy, in my right. opinion. But 
I just, it's one of those things I've ne- needed to do for like years. It's yeah, it's one of those things you put, put off. it off. You and, put you know. it off, and you're like, I, I can go another week, and then you're you have like twelve anxiety attacks. And you <laughs> eat crackers. Why am I doing this to floor. myself? Yeah, mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, I need. Well, I'm proud I need of either you. Either a medication tweak or something. I don't know, man. Well, I I feel like that you know trying out therapy is that's like a that's a big step, you know, because like talking yeah. about your feelings and shit is like not easy. Do you think they have therapy where you can take your dog? Probably. I mean, in D.C., honey, I'm sure they have therapy for anyone, honey. Oh, my God. If I were one of those rich people who could have, like, all the things they wanted, I would want, like, a therapist just for Piggy. (laughs) I mean, Piggy looks like he needs a therapist, so it's understandable. is troubled. There are some thoughts of burning things down in that little brain of his okay well there's a reason why his eyes are bulging he's trying to escape his soul's trying to escape his body he's eating the paint right now i keep having to put um apple cider vinegar on spots on the walls that he keeps trying to eat there's lead paint underneath there okay oh god we live in like a building that was built in like 1939 yikes piggy is literally the manifestation the physical manifestation of your anxiety in a small <laughs> I think me and Piggy are both figments of each other's imaginations. <laughs> you both we're feed both, off of each other. Yeah, we're parasitic, <laughs> but like mutually God. parasitic to each other. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong there. Well, keep me keep us posted if you, you know, if you make any uh any progress with therapy and stuff if you find someone because the the hardest part in my opinion about therapy is when you're first starting out and you you're trying to find someone that clicks with you and you're trying to find yeah. someone that like that's going to work with your personality and that like because you know people are different Pe- you know therapists are people and you what? need to find someone that you know that fits your fits your needs you know and that, i'm ready that's gonna for be difficult. ai therapists you just walk in and it's a robot telling you that everything's gonna it's be all a right robot like you walk in the room and it's like doing art because oh, wow. you know they're li- okay you don't get me started on ai doing art you i, I didn't started? you brought it up yourself so <laughs> I am I'm just sitting here waiting for it to pass like a like a bad gastrointestinal bug. I'm just like waiting for okay. it to go through me. Every fucking week I see a goddamn article about AI making artwork. AI made this fucking art. It made this fucking art. And I'm like, "So, what?" It sounds like sounds like you're jealous. What's the deal with airplane food? You know? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> What's the deal with AI food? Am I right? Uh, okay, but here's my thing about it. There, I read this article the other day. It was like, the first painting made by AI. And I was like, or the first image made by AI. And I was like, that's called a digital camera. A digital <laughs> camera, it takes a picture. That's like your AI taking a picture, making a picture. Is it not? I, Prove I, it. I, Prove I'm, me I'm, wrong. I'm, Prove it. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Yikes! I'm Joe's ready. off the rails I'm again. I'm bring him back to, to the. Bring him back to the home. Ninety years old and just someone sitting in a nursing home complaining. I'm ready. I literally just imagine you like going through like you know what what's it called when like old people like Trump when they go crazy at night and they start rambling. I don't know Twitter. No, no, but yeah, but but it's like there's a phrase for it. It's like I have um, no idea. He's oh, just... It's like sunsetting or something. Sunsetting. 
Honey, uh, what's moonlighting? What does that mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Time to Google things. Let me move my Coke can. It says, oh my God, the Christmas Coke cans are out first. Sundowning, sundowning, late sun-downing. day confusion, according to the Mayo Clinic. The term sundowning refers to the state of confusion occurring in the late afternoon and spanning into the night. Sundowning can cause a variety of behaviors such as confusion, anxiety, aggression, and ignoring directions. Moonlighting um, is having a second job in addition to one's regular <laughs> employment. Two totally different things. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like hookering or something. Ooh. Hey, honey, I'm moonlighting tonight. You should meet me by the corner. You working um, at the gas station? <laughs> yeah, shit. I'm down at the 7-Eleven. I'll give oh. you a Slurpee, if you know what I mean. Ew. Get out of here. No. Um, Sound de- no. Sundowning is not a disease, but a group of symptoms that occur at a specific time of day that may affect people with dementia, such as Alzheimer's. So literally you and our president. So um, speaking of sundown. Uh, OK. Have you seen Samsung's <laughs> new small foldable smartphone? <laughs> yes. That sounds like a great transition. I no, think I- they, they turned down the lights. The, the Samsung event was today. I didn't mm. know they had events. I didn't either. Oh, honey. Bixby? Do people That's actually it. use Boxboo? I don't Big, know. Bix, Bixby? Bixby? Although I think Bixby is the cutest name out of all the digital assistants. But like, Bixby, I, I, get in here. Get, get in your Bixby. That sounds like a good name for like a small dog. Or like yeah, a like a fish. small dog. Bixby, like a, a you're fussy. Bixby. I want, is there like a competition? Has anyone done a study of like which assistant is worse, Cortana or Bixby? Like I want like a race no. to the bottom. I've seen races to the top. I've seen mm-hmm. that. I've seen predictions so far. Like Amazon Alexa owns like most people use Alexa, but it's predicted that Google will eventually win because they have better voice technology and all that shit. Mm, and you, it that. just they have access to all your shit. Google exactly. already owns all my shit. Why don't I ask it about my own shit? Do you know what I mean? It's always a race to the top and it's never about the bottom. You know, it's it's never about the bottoms. That's the truth, though. Hashtag you just spoke a mouthful, honey. Truth tea, honey. Truth tea. Anyway, anyways, a there's there's a foldable phone. Teasing a foldable smartphone for weeks. Now they've unveiled it today. Oh, and I think Android said that they are going to support foldable screens. Oh, okay. They were showing like how Android will work when the when the screen is folded and stuff. Um, and it looks like a tablet, and then you fold it in half, and then another screen comes on, and it's like a cell phone. And then you talk. Amazing. Do we really need foldable phones? Like, is that something that people are really asking for? Or is it just like, we have the technology to make foldable screens now that don't well, break when you actually fold them. And so we, we want to, like, try to implement it into a device to, like, show off the tech. I think that, I mean, the less we can break our phone screens, probably the better. But then yeah. also, it's one of those things, like when the first iPhone came out, I was like, I don't want that. I want a physical keyboard. I don't, you know, I had my fucking blackberry knockoff or whatever i love those i had my lg chocolate i had my moto q is that what it was called what i don't know it looked just like a blackberry but it was like a motorola version and i was like i don't want this i need a physical i don't need to touch my screen i need a physical keyboard and now Mm -hmm. look at me i will not go without like a fucking you know just a touch screen screen. on my phone exactly and so i think that in a couple years we'll be saying i can't do without my foldable fucking screen oh i need to roll it up stick it in my pants and be out the door uh i love a fruit roll-up oh my god fruit roll-up phones Mm -hmm. you just eat it one of those 
ripped out one of my fillings once. I don't what a fruit roll up. Yeah, it was a fruit. Yeah, it was fruit roll up, not a fruit by the foot. It was a fruit roll up, and I was chomping on it, and my one of my they're so sticky, it just ripped my filling out. Wait, aren't fruit roll ups like and fruit by the grade. foot the same thing? Oh, honey, no, they're no. not. Nope, no, they're not. Nope, nope. Fruit by the foot is a little more gentle. Mm-hmm. A and little bit it, more gentle yeah. chew. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's I by gotcha. the foot, honey. Oh, that makes sense. You know. By the foot. Well, I feel bad for your uh, for your teeth. Well, it was like, you know, 20 something years ago. So it's fine. OK, well, I'm sorry you don't have any teeth anymore. <laughs> um, would you so would you buy a phone that like so just imagine the phone you have now, which is like what, like a, a Pixel XL still the OG yes, one? Yes. So imagine if it just like folded in half like a clamshell. <laughs> would you prefer that? I would just so I could reenact that scene in Mean Girls where she takes out her compact and she's oh, like, yeah, doing her... it would look so much like a compact. It would. It would be. We, you remember everyone used to have a flip phone. We're going back there, honey. Mm hmm. I think I would. I don't think it would be. So I think what they're they're doing to us now is they're making phones larger and they would fold into the size of our pixels of our phone. Uh, okay. So it would be double that size and fold in two is mm. what they're going for. It's like a tablet that folds into a phone. Interesting. Would you? Well, do you remember your first ever Android phone and how shitty it was? Oh, honey, I had a uh, a Droid Incredible on Verizon. Oh, honey. Um, I, I had what, the, the, what it was called HTC something or other pieces. The first, you know, first Android phones competing with the iPhones or whatever. They were pretty garbage, you know. Oh yeah, honey. And so I feel like it'll take a while for these to be a l- more marketable to everyday people, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know if I'll get the first version. Well, that's the thing. Would you pay an, a premium yeah. for a no. foldable phone? Probably not. I don't think I could afford it. Yeah, no, I can't afford anything. Um, did you know that the Droid Incredible um, supported Adobe Flash? Wow. And now look at us now. Now Flash is hack- hacked by the Russians. R.I.P. Um, yeah, my first um, Android phone came out eight years ago in 2010. Wow. yikes a And now I have a Google Pixel XL and I'm still pretty happy. I've had it for like two years. I know. I was like teetering on because Justin upgraded to the Pixel 3 and I was like, daren't I? And I don't, really have the, I don't really have the funds to anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I have not had any problems with this phone. Aside right. from right when my like one year warranty was up on it, it was like the next week it went into a boot loop oh. and uh, they were they replaced it anyway, though. I went on God the chat bless. and they were like, well, your warranty, you know, just went up like two or three days ago, but we will send you a replacement anyway. Wow. Like, Thank you. Uh, yeah. The, o- the only problem I'm having with mine is that my battery is starting to to get shitty. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and you can for you sure. can send you can send your phones into Google now and have them like professionally replace the battery. It's eighty dollars, and then I'm without my phone for a week. So I'm like, and eh, I want to pay eighty dollars and be without my phone for a week. So I'm just kind of like is a lot less than you know getting a new phone, I guess. Oh yeah, totally. I think that you know push comes to shove, I think I'll do it eventually. Yeah, because that's how I broke my Nexus Six P trying to change the battery myself. Oh honey. And that's why Honey. I have a Google Pixel XL. Mm-hmm. I had to get one the that. Da- that very day that I shattered that phone. Oh, Piggy, Piggy's Piggy upset. agrees. Piggy's, Piggy's upset about your Piggy. Piggy's upset about your uh, your phone that you broke with the taking the battery out. And the, I would like a camera upgrade. That's all, though. Right. Exactly. But like, I don't know. Like storage wise, I'm fine. Like mm-hmm. performance wise, I'm. It's doing all right for me. For sure. I don't know. Um. Uh, 
so I know that you've been into you've been into cooking more more and more as the weeks have gone backing. by. What backing? I like to back things. What, what do you what do you back? Are you backing into something? Are you running over someone? It's how I say baking. Backing. Backing. You're just so quirky, Joseph. <laughs> Siri, is it raining? <laughs> <laughs> Can we order uh, some tomato soup, Siri? Jesus Christ! There, there, there's literally no one named Siri in your entire house. Siri. <laughs> no, I'm talking to uh, we got Tom Cruise's over here with Surrey. Oh yeah, that's right. Surrey, is it raining? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I made something yesterday, actually, that I haven't made before. It's been on my list of things that I've wanted to make, and I think that it turned out really well. And I wanted to give a shout out. Um, I made karage, which is Japanese fried chicken, basically. And Ooh. there's a bunch of different recipes for it online. But um, I follow a girl named Emmy Made in Japan. And she's like blown up over the past couple of years. She has like over a million subs now. But she, she, back in the early days, she used to make like, um, she was one of the first people that got those like pop and cooking um, sets and would like put them together and stuff and like do them. Like 10 years ago, she was one of those people because she was like living in Japan at the time. Anyway, she's like she's turned into like a food review channel, etc. But she has a recipe for karage that's actually really good and it's super simple. And you just like you get some uh, boneless, skinless chicken thighs and some ginger and garlic and soy sauce and cornstarch. And you just like mix it all into a bowl. You don't have to like dip it in egg and then dip it in flour and then put it in oil. You just like it's all in one bowl and you like let it marinate for a half hour or so. Then you add the cornstarch until everything's kind of dry. And then you just like fry the little pieces up and it turned out really well and it was really delicious. So I recommend if you I don't think she doesn't have like a website or anything where I could like point to this recipe specifically. But if you look up like Emmy made in Japan, Karage, K-A-R-A-A-G-E or G-E, excuse me. Um, then you, you'll, you'll, it'll be like the first result and it's an older video. I think it's like, you know, three or four years old, but the recipe was super good and I had it with rice and some like sweet chili sauce and it was so good and really, really easy. Like I, I just shallow fried it too, like with only like an inch of oil in a, in a pot and so it turned out great. So shallow. Oh, I'm so, so shallow. shallow, honey. But yeah, that I totally recommend delish. It it was so good and really easy too. Like I don't know. It was just like I wanted something easy, and I also wanted like tiny little Japanese chicken nuggets. And it's basically what it is. Oh my god, tiny so, Japanese chicken nuggets. So. Literally recommend. It's not and it's not difficult. It's literally one bowl. Like you just put everything in the bowl, let it marinate, and then you add the cornstarch until it's dry, and then you just like plop them in oil until they're golden We've been brown. Really into like the one pot making stuff lately. We made some like pasta in the Dutch oven. And you like boil it in the water in the Dutch oven and then you like use the water for something else. And then it's like, so it all comes back to the pot. Oh. You make your pasta. Legalize pot. Honey, legalize pasta. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Legalize one pot pasta. We just got our, so we had a bunch of electronics we had to sell. Justin did. And we finally Mm -hmm. this weekend sold them on eBay and we used the money to get our KitchenAid. (gasps) <gasps> oh my god congratulations thank you it's the that artisan mini mm-hmm. we got it in matte black oh my god oh my god and uh it comes tuesday next week so oh I'm my god you're gonna be making a... so many things in it i know i'm so excited i want uh 
I'm ready for like to have a kneading machine to make bread with because we were making Dutch oven bread and it was no mm. knead. So instead of kneading it, you have to let it sit for like literally 18 hours. Like yeah, it has it's, to. It's, and it's good. It's just that like you're you're exchanging the time, the effort of kneading for just letting the gluten develop on its own, which yeah, it just takes and then it, forever. It didn't. We, I mean, we weren't using good yeast. We should have brought bought better yeast, but like it just turned out like gross. And so mm. I'm ready to be able to knead stuff into dough, let it sit for less time, you know, get it done. Because when I oh want bread, God. I want it now. How do you get that bread? It's my bread, and I want it now. It's my bread, and I need it now. Oh, that's the God. JD. That sounds so good. What I haven't made bread. The JG Wentworth eight seven seven cash now. JG Wentworth, honey. Right, isn't that the one? It's my. It's no, no. It's like I don't remember. Someone, someone hit us up with that. Where's that commercial from? The those are the important questions, honestly. Um. Well, do you have like a? So obviously you want to make bread in it. Do you have like other recipes lined up that you want to use your stand mixer for? Well, I'm just ready for. Like, literally all recipes, you got to cream the butter and sugar, and I'm fucking sick oh, of yeah. standing there like an asshole with my mixer <laughs> in my hand Ugh, doing it. Like a, and so like a degenerate I'm, with my hand mixer. I'm ready to move on to the stand mixer for that. And then also uh, meringue. I love oh, yeah, meringue. meringue is way easier to do in a stand mixer. Yep. I'm so ready to uh, just sit there and let the meringue do its thing. I am so happy for you. Uh, and those those KitchenAid stand mixers are like tanks. They last forever. And they've got so. all the like plugins too. Like you can put right? a, plug in a pasta maker on it. Plug in a fruit slicer. You know? Shoot. Mm-hmm. Plug in the thing that has it do, do your taxes for you. I I'm love gonna that open one. My own catering business. You know? Oh my god. Borksong catering. It's literally just meringue. That's it. It's just meringue. We'll ship it to you though. <laughs> you know just the beautiful thing about meringue. The great thing about meringue is it's also its own packing material. Oh, see, that makes sense. See, because it needs, you know, it's fluffy. And mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, keep Beautiful. me posted on your um, KitchenAid adventures. Will I have do. One, I, I got one a long week. time ago. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't used mine. I feel like I use mine more in the winter because um, I'm doing more baking and I'm using my oven more in the winter. So I feel like I'll probably be using it more like, you know, starting around now since it's starting to get chillier out. Sure. So. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm surprised that wasn't your favorite thing. Well, I guess you haven't gotten it yet. So no, really I'm not like you sure. where I order a rice cooker and then it's my favorite thing for three weeks before I get it. And then for I four mean, weeks after I get it. Yeah, my favorite thing this week is my rice cooker. So. <laughs> no. It's not. No. Speaking of. Uh, should we do our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. Wow. Uh, is that um, Lady Gaga with uh, Tony Bennett or whatever? Oh, honey. I'm the Lady Gaga album, nobody, jazz album, nobody asked for. Oh, I, okay. If you just said Lady Gaga album, no one asked for, <laughs> I would have said Joanne. But the, <laughs> but the ja- Joanne wasn't a jazz album. Anyways, uh, what, what is your favorite thing Joanne? this week? Oh, mine is a Netflix show. It's called The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Have you seen it? I think I've heard of this. It sounds kind of familiar. So, Christine McConnell went viral a few years ago for decorating her parents' house for Halloween. Okay. She made it look really spooky, really like Victorian-y. It looked like the door was a mouth and the windows were eyes. And it just looked really, really awesome. Really well done. And um, I think I had seen her on, like, some cooking or craft subreddits occasionally. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but she makes very like gothic-y looking treats and she can, crafts I'm, I'm and looking, stuff like I'm that. I'm looking at pictures of her and she looks like the like the cooking version of like Dita Von Teese. Yes, and Dita Von Teese actually plays a ghost on the show. <laughs> no <does>. shit. <laughs> she plays a ghost trapped in the mirrors in the house. So oh my god, like, that's amazing. Did you ever see um Amy Sedaris's home show? I did a little like, bit. I didn't watch all of it. It's like it was a quirky really home show, but it's also got kind of a storyline to it, and there's always mm-hmm. something funny happening or whatever. So it it takes place in Christine McConnell's house, and she lives in this big Victorian spooky haunted house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does like cakes, and she makes this one cookie that looks exactly like a Ouija board, and she shows you like what she uses and how she does it. And uh, there are some puppets that live with her. One's a roadkilled raccoon named Rose. Wow. That, is like I'm sure a, that hits close to home for you. Oh, it does, honey. <laughs> and uh, one's like a dead Egyptian cat that she resurrected. And then I'm so into this already. There's like this murderous guy that she goes on a date with. Her cousin tries to murder her in another one. And it's always some sort of hijinks. And she's just sort of really calm throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And it She's just, like, oh, just it, another uh, day for me. Exactly. It just makes it <laughs> funny. And um, I like it a lot. It's weird. It's fucking weird. I mean, like, it it's, sounds weird, but it sounds like really cute. It is really good. And like the things that she makes, she makes like a model, a cake model of the house for the sh- of the show. And mm. it's like fucking amazing. Like the things that she can turn cake into or cookies into or she's got this one where um, the entire tea set is actually cake. Like what? You, it looks like an actual tea set. And then, like, it's revealed it's the cake. And she, That's like, slices amazing. into the teapot. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. I'm on her Instagram right now. And she made, like, one of the, the like, little alien things that pop out of your chest. A uh, chest borster. Is a that face hugger? Yeah, face hugger. Love it. Oh, my God. She's Don't very, like... her Instagram is really, really awesome, too. She shares a lot of stuff that she makes. But um, So cool. Oh, my God. I, I think it just came out. I think they released it around Halloween or, like, you know, in October at some point. Mm-hmm. So it's like a new series. There are like six or something episodes. I don't know. We're at like episode four or five or something. But nice. Um, oh, this looks really cool. Really good and very calming too. Honestly, mm-hmm. like it was recommended to me because I watched Bake Off, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think anything of it for a while, and then I was like, This is it. This is the thing I need. Nice. So well, I'll have to check it out because like this looks totally up my alley. Very good, very good. The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell on Netflix. Check it out. Check her out, girl. How about you? What's your favorite thing this week? <sighs> it's almost as embarrassing as like saying my rice cooker for like the nine hundredth week in a row. Um, pot. It's not the instant pot. Oh no! Almost as embarrassing as that. I bought. Diablo 3 for the third time I on Switch. I bought it for PC, I bought it for PS4, and now I bought it for Switch. And I really, really like it on Switch. Uh, as a game that I have... It, how old is it? It's like eight years old or some crazy shit. Um, it just came out for Switch. And after the whole goddamn fiasco with Blizzard at BlizzCon about, like, the new Diablo mobile game that everyone had their balls up in a tizzy about. And, like, I was also because, like, I don't want a Diablo mobile game. I don't I don't my battery doesn't last on my phone. How am I going to play a game on my phone? Like, I don't sure. play mobile games. Um. Anyways, so 
It was recommended, obviously, and I was like looking at it and stuff. Um, but I just bit the bullet and I shelled out fucking sixty dollars to play this game that I played like f- five times, and I'm just really enjoying it again. And it's perfect on the Switch. It's like I can play it in the bath, I can play it on the TV, I can bring it with me, um, and it runs super cleanly and really well too. Probably because it's an eight year old goddamn game, so it doesn't take sure, much. Sure. Um, but I've been really, really enjoying it. And they, like all the expansions and everything that's like been released up until now is like included in it. So that's cool. Like you can be a oh, necromancer, cool. which was like a thing that you had to pay for in the past. Um, but yeah, it's just like I, I, pl- I replay Diablo three like once a year. Um, and I was waiting. I usually play it like during Halloween ish. And I was like, I could, I could play it now or I could like wait until it comes out on Switch and I could play it on Switch. So I've waited and I bought it for Switch and I've been replaying it. Um, so I highly recommend it if you, if you like, if you ever played like a Diablo game in the past or you enjoy those like isometric down, just kind of hack and slash games. Um, I love that sort of shit. So I've really been enjoying it. So if you, if you own Diablo 3 on Switch, um, hit me up so we can just like create a party together and go and like kill some fucking demons from hell. Cause I've been very much enjoying that. So there you I go. would be very interested in buying it on Switch because Justin has it on PS3. And mm. so we played through it. We played through it on like the easiest mode, you know? It's like, so easy on easy mode. Yeah, it was like a hoot and a holler. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't they have some like amiibo support and shit? Yeah. So like I haven't really delved into any of that so far, but there are there's like an amiibo th- aspect of it where they have some sort of amiibo support. I don't know exactly what amiibos it supports and what they actually do within the game. And you can have like a, a Coco from Zelda as like a pet that follows you around like a little chicken and you can be like Ganondorf and stuff. So they have some like Nintendo related exclusive stuff in it uh, that I but I really haven't like gotten far enough into the game to like activate those features yet. But there's a lot of content within Diablo 3 now. Like, when it first released, like, it wasn't much, but over, like, the 500 years that it's continuously been getting updated by Blizzard, they've added, like, an adventure mode, and they have seasons now where, like, you get exclusive shit when you, like, make a new character, and it only lasts for a certain amount of time. It's a, There's a lot in the game now. Um, and it supports, like, online play with other Switch people, so it's, it's pretty full-fledged, and I was just surprised how well it ran because people were like concerned with all the monsters that you would have on screen that it wouldn't run well and that the frame rate would go down i haven't had any problems yet um so yeah i the thing is is like it's 60 dollars for like an eight-year-old game so it's like that's the only thing that i'm like eh, like do you really want to spend 60 dollars on a game that's eight years old but I, I did it. I shelled out the money and I don't have any regrets because I'm a fucking Diablo 3 fanboy. But I recommend it if, you, if you're into that sort of shit or if you want to give Diablo 3 a try. It's uh, super fun. And uh, play with me because I don't have any friends. So, Oh my god. Go. When does our adventure begin? If you get Diablo 3, let me know. I don't yes. know. I don't think you will. But if you do. I don't have any plans to right now. I gotta get uh, Pokemans. Oh, that's right. When does that come out? I don't know. This Soon? month, right? Pokemon. Let's go. Pikachu. Are you getting Pikachu or Eevee? November 16th. I'm getting Eevee, and I'm naming Ooh. Eevee Piggy. Oh, So cute. I can go on an adventure with Piggy. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know anything about the new Pokemon games, because it's like, it has that uh, integration into Pokemon Go. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think my roommate's going to get it. But I know a bunch of people who are, like, going to wait in line for it, because they're, like, super ready. 
So it you should let me know what it is and how it is. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's supposed to be a very casual one. They're supposed to have like the next generation Pokemon game next year. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. this is like, I don't know. I feel like the mechanics are going to be kind of dumbed down in this one. I don't know how it's going to work. They've released a lot of videos. I'll probably still play it. I don't know if it'll be like a day one purchase, but we'll mm-hmm. see. But it'll be a purchase. It'll be a purchase. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Smash, honey. You can smash. Oh, yeah. Smash. I smash pre-ordered, honey. Oh, me too, honey. That shit is coming. I pre-ordered that shit before the Amazon Prime thing, like, changed, and it only gives you, like, a $10 credit for the next purchase. I pre-ordered that when it was still, like, a 20% off. So it's, like, getting here. Oh, shoot. I didn't. 20% off purchase. I did it, like, after, you know, you get, like, the $10 off bullshit oh. or $10 whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Daisy's already winning tournaments, if you haven't noticed. She won the I, Spain Invitational. I, I've heard, actually. I heard through the grapevine that uh, Daisy is is the one to pick, so... The best character in, in the game? I thought that was uh, Piranha Plant. Top tier? Daisy? Black dress, um, green sash. Is that is that one of the costumes? Yes, I love it. Ooh. I call her uh, Dark Daisy. Oh, my God. I'm so ready for Smash. Ugh, yes. I loved Smash oh on the Wii U, but no one had a Wii U, so no one played Smash on the Wii U, so... I'm glad that it's coming to Switch and lots of people are going to get it and it's going to be so much fun. Ah, They should put a the show with Sam and Joe spirit into the game. You know how and like you, you collect you, you get spirits? the spirit. Yeah. And then you collect the spirit and it deletes your save game and breaks your <laughs> switch. Uh-oh. And it sends all your information to me. All your credit card honey, information. The fortune teller told me a gay person would ruin my life, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. That's just something you say. <laughs> what? what? Honey. The psychic told me this would happen. Because honest, honestly, if you went to a psychic and the psychic said a gay person's going to ruin your life, I'd believe it because you have ruined your own life. So, <laughs> oh, yikes. Too real? Ooh, ooh. Too close now. Good favorite things. Uh, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Now, this week, we've got something a little different. We've got a voice memo. Remember those? Remember voice memos? Hasn't happened in a while. If you don't have uh, the worst anxiety in the world and you don't want to just type an email, you can send us a voice memo. I probably wouldn't even send us a voice memo. I wouldn't either, but we have the option open. The option's open. We're always happy to give them. This one is from Brandon. So uh, let's play that right now. Hello, Sam and Joe. This is Brandon from Bloomington, Indiana, and I have a question for you this week. With our current turbulent political climate such as it is, I've often heard friends and family joke about fleeing the country and assuming another identity. My question for you this week is this. If you decided to flee the country, where would you go? What would your alias be? And what personal history would you make up for yourself? Amelie is not an option, but I'm looking forward to your answer just the same. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you so much, Brandon. What a gorgeous question. I don't know what political climate you're talking about, though. Oh, yeah. Everything's just going swimmingly here. Everything's fine. I mean, things are better today than they were last week. So that's true. That's true. Um, Okay, so if we put up or shut up, I don't know. That's the phrase. And we actually move to a different country. What would our name be? Where would we move? And what would our history be? Um, so like realistically, I would move to Canada most likely. But mm. if we're talking about like, where would we want to move if like money wasn't an option or like money, no, if money wasn't like a, a thing we had to worry about, um, I'd probably move to like, oh God, like Switzerland or like Northern Italy Ooh. or maybe Japan. Very different places. And your name? Um, my name would be Garfield. Like um, the cat? Like <laughs> 
like the cat, mainly because I like lasagna. Um, also, sure. no one like you. You don't you don't ask when a person's name is Garfield. You just you're just like okay, that's weird, and then you just move on. Like you don't look into it. You're just like that person's name is Garfield. They're probably weird, so people wouldn't like approach me. They wouldn't question me. Like they just ignore me, which is exactly what I'm looking for. And then my fake history will be that I was born um, inside of a suitcase in the middle of Moldova. And, You're supposed um, to have a different history, though. Oh, okay. Not my real, my, not, not my your e true real. Hollywood story. No, no. <laughs> I was born in a suitcase in the middle of Moldova. Um, and uh, yeah, I'd just be like, I, I'm, I'm just a, a, a wandering, a wandering traveling salesman. And what do I sell, Joe? Just what do I sell? You know exactly what I'd be selling. Rice cookers. Exactly. So. What's a vagrant? Did I use that word right? Vagrant. That sounds a person without a settled home or regular work who wanders from place to place and lives by begging. Oh my God! Please, please buy my <laughs> rice cooker, please. Yeah, I used it right. That's right. I just live in a giant rice cooker, and then I sell little rice cookers out of my big rice cooker. Well, my name would be Daisy, <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, you can't steal someone's identity. You have to make up a new one. And I would live in what's a good desert country? Because the Rossaland Saudi has like Arabia a in it. Iraq? A desert country where you don't die from being gay. Oh god, it does exist. Mm, I would live in it. There's desert in like China ish. Yeah, there's like a whole fucking desert there. The Gobi I'm pretty Desert. Sh- pretty sure they still kill you though. Well, honey. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's the least shitty. Well, Maybe they like killed Greece. everyone in Daisy's kingdom, so I guess yeah. it fits. Well, okay, you know. I would live, uh, I don't know, some, I would probably, I don't know, I'd lose my mind and just wander the earth. Honey. You just if live I'm, in the middle of Arizona. The thing is, <laughs> every country. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, honey. Every country has its problems, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of shitty. Humanity is kind of garbage. If you mm-hmm. haven't noticed, this whole planet is a raging dumpster fire. <laughs> and I get so depressed every day thinking that we have to live here and die here. Elon Musk, get me the fuck off of this planet. Okay? <laughs> That's my fucking plea in this podcast. Get me the fuck out of here, honey. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I I'm would sure he listens to the podcast. Name myself Daisy and I would go around, I don't know, murdering people named peach i don't know what, and do you what, do what would you're... your fake history be why why are you why are you doing that um i grew up in sarasa land i <laughs> rule five kingdoms some asshole <sighs> named mario came in and murdered all of my subjects mm-hmm. and so now i've lost it it's kind of like um what's the furiosa i'd be like furiosa but daisy okay sure <laughs> Did you see that movie, Mad Max Furiosa's Road? F- Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> Who's Furiosa? She's the main character, isn't she? Furiosa. Is that oh, how you say your name? Fury. Yeah, she's uh, Charlize Theron's character. Oh, okay. I didn't know that's In- how you say your name. Furiosa. It would be uh, Mad Max Daisy's Volkswagen. <laughs> she would drive a Volkswagen. <laughs> I don't know, man. I would. I. Why can't I be Amelie? I'm Amelie. Hello, I'm Amelie. See, this is what happens when you limit Joe's one thing that he can do. <laughs> he just panics. I get, and I guess there's Barbara Robertson. Realistically, though, I would also move to Canada. And fuck, I'd move to Canada. Sure, why not? 
I feel like you'd you'd leave Barbara Robertson in the desert before you move to Canada. Leave her to die. I would be like leaving a part of myself to die. I mean, like you haven't done that before. <laughs> oh, too real. Too real. Well, thank Good question. you. Yeah, thank you, uh, Brandon. We love getting voice memos. It was a treat. Mm-hmm. It was a treat. As usual, we always need more questions. Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us in the outro. Uh, that's gonna be all for this week. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. And then the next weekend with a bonus episode for you lovely Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments, or leave Leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.